Hello, everyone. It is February 20th, and you're listening to The Best Palcast. My name is Griffin Reynolds, and I'm joined, as always, by my best friend and pal, BJ Guest. Hello, I am BJ Guest, and I'm so happy to be here. I like this new voice. Come on down. You're the next contestant of Welcome to the Best Pal Cast. I'd like I'd like to spin the wheel, Bruce. That's the wrong freaking. Oh. No, you're Could right. It is, it is the right Could... thing. <laughs> it's the right thing. I was wrong. <laughs> Over a dollar. <laughs> Over a dollar. You suck. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh wheel sound right that's pretty good man you know the whole pharmacy thing doesn't work out voice I can, acting i could but just right, the wheel sound. just just the wheel sounds here's my uh wheel of fortune wheel <laughs> bankrupt <laughs> i like it thank you it's pretty much i think i think they is. need that clip of your voice if they land on bankrupt just going bankrupt yeah <laughs> so there's like a like a, a hint of arrogance in there because of course you're getting bankrupt quit spinning <laughs> You have one letter left, <laughs> and you're trying to get more money, Martha, and here you are, mm-hmm. bankrupt. Yep. What you get. So, you know what's not bankrupt? Us. I mean, not yet, but <laughs> here we are. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'm tired. You know what's not bankrupt? Us. Not yet. Maybe. I put a lot of money down on the ponies. I don't know they're going to, don't know it's going to pay off. Guys, if you don't know, it is Thursday. Uh, we have had a long week. Yeah. <laughs> we normally record on Tuesday night. Um, I had to stay and watch a man clean carpets at a pharmacy till 10 o'clock at night after work. Did he do good? Like good clean? Um, he did a decent job. He was a nice guy. <laughs> it wasn't my store. I didn't care. <laughs> you did well enough. I sat there and ate uh, hibachi while he cleaned mm. the floor. Did you share? No, <laughs> I would have shared. You know, no, you would not have. I would not have. <laughs> I would look that man square in the eyes. I eat the rest of it. So, in the uh, <laughs> as far as me being a human piece of garbage and not sharing with him, I've also been a piece of garbage and not played anything but The Witcher Three for like four weeks. <laughs> you have not touched anything. Nope. Game wise, just The Witcher Three. Okay. Just, after all that big talk, I'm like, I'm gonna play the Kingdom Hearts DLC. I'm gonna get back into Fire Emblem. I'm nope. gonna see my wife and my family. No. <laughs> no. Lights have not been turned on in months. Just the glow of the TV screen. <laughs> Honey, you coming to bed? I haven't slept in four days. <laughs> Where are you in The Witcher? Like what? Uh, what scary story are you in now? Oh uh, well, I'm gathering the companions to fight the Wild Hut and Caramoran, so pretty far. Oh, okay. But I, I never none of that, so good. I never got to play the DLC, so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that after I get done with the main story. Okay. Well, good um, for you. Apparently, one of the DLCs, the Blood and Wine DLC, is like takes Geralt to a much more like fantasy land where it's like. Not as dark and gritty, like it's very much like storybook fantasy, and he's oh, just like happy. totally out of. It's like totally out of place. He's like you know grim and gruff, Mumbling. and everybody's like uh. he's like hello traveler, welcome to the you know like he just, totally. He just stabs them. <laughs> uh. He just he just goes, roach, come on. <laughs> uh, well, 
that's well we can get right into it that's what i've been playing mm-hmm. i like that <laughs> um i'm that idea I'm dedicated. of yeah no you you are a dedicated man and i applaud you i like the idea of Geralt being in this happy go lucky like mm-hmm. almost like dnd s kind of thing yeah like people it's come like, out of like uh, toadstool houses and he's just like god it's like hello traveler there's a there's a monster in the forest Carol's like, Mama, I hate all of this. <laughs> um, besides The Witcher 3, because I talk about that every week, um, Amy and I started this new show on HBO called McMillions. I, it's I, I, a show about the um, people who like scammed the Monopo- Mon- McDonald's Monopoly game. Oh. And it's really interesting. So what we attempted to do in high school... Uh-huh but failed right. completely because we had no sense of money. Right. So, so it's like all these people on the inside, like uh-huh. getting the tickets and giving them to family members and stuff like that. Okay. So that's how they did it. Like they, I'm so, not going to spoil it. Spoil it for Dude, me though. It's, it's so good to watch. No, you got to watch it. It's okay. so good. It's, okay. And it's not, there's only three episodes out right now. Okay. And okay. I think it's like a eight part thing. So mm-hmm. it's really good. Um, does McDonald's still do that? Did they still do the Monopoly thing? Or did they stop because these guys screwed it up for everybody? I think they stopped. Like the last time they did it, they actually like were using it to catch the people. They like used the last one. And like they went into it knowing people were scamming it, so they were trying to catch people. Gosh, see, I was gonna watch this thing in preparation for them to do another Monopoly and make my fortune. I wouldn't be surprised if they did another one after the popularity of this show. Well, here we go. So maybe time, time to quit your jobs, everybody. Can I get my Napoli money? Do you know? Um, <laughs> back then, like you know, it was on drinks and it was on fry cups and it was in yeah. magazines and stuff. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. since to make it not gambling, you could literally just walk into a McDonald's and be like, "I want a Monopoly piece," and they just have to give you one. Oh, you can do it like that. one. You can do it like once a day. <laughs> you don't have to make any purchase or anything. That's interesting. It's going to be part of my strategy. Yep. Just go right. every day. Code Monopoly. Mon- Monopoly. McDonald's. Yes. McDonald's. McDonald's. Every day. <sighs> Don't do that. They made, a, they, made, they made another movie about that. Super Size Me. Don't oh, do that. <laughs> I remember watching that. It was awful. God's like day 24 of eating McDonald's three, three times a day. And wasn't it like if they said, would you like to supersize it? He had to say yes sort of thing. He had to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> God, no, please, why? Huh. <laughs> What's his heart? Um, and another show I don't talk about enough on mm-hmm. this show uh, is one of Amy and I's favorite shows and a staple in our household, uh, Beat Bobby Flay. Yo, we about some food network in our house, too. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love Beat Bobby Flay. I find Bobby Flay is very nice, mm-hmm. but also a monster at the same time. I completely agree. <laughs> like you, you see, like he's being really nice, like the camera, but you just see in his eyes, he's probably stabbed people in that kitchen several times. He's, he's like, I will. It's so the premise of the show is so funny to me because they bring these chefs in, right? Mm-hmm. And they're they they make they're like, what's the best thing you can make? Like the thing you make better <laughs> than anybody else. And mm-hmm. they come in, they're like, you know, whatever it is. And Poppy's like, I haven't made that in, you know, 10 years. And then he <laughs> yes, smokes them. 
<laughs> I've never heard of a peanut butter jelly sandwich. I guess I'll try. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he just obliterates these people, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. One would say he like, would flay them. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Enjoy that sound driving on your commute. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's enough about what I've been doing. What have you been doing? I have been doing two big things in my life. I am still watching The Wire, everyone who cares. I'm on season four. <laughs> nice. Got done with season three. Season four, they all, they're talking about the public school system in Baltimore, in West Baltimore. It hits me in my spirit. I see things you- I see at work, and I'm like, I got you. I understand. I get this. I'm I connecting. Get, I get mad at, at people. I'm like, ah, just because it's so real for me. Not as real as like Baltimore, obviously. Right. But it's just stuff, you know, I see in my day to day life and I like it. It's still freaking phenomenal. Also, oh. spoilers for a, a show that's over, oh, it's two and a half, 20, it's like 15, two, 2003, 2020, 17 years old. Idris Elba died and I was super pissed. Oh, big. <laughs> He got killed by one of my favorite characters, though. So I was like, okay with it. But I was like, no, not him, Dale. I know. Luther. I'd like want to stop watching at that point, but you're so emotionally invested. Oh, no, I didn't care. I got to know what happens. Got oh, to know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so what's, what's the other big thing you've been doing? Um, I've been listening to a podcast called Dungeons. How dare, how, how dare you? Don't you dare interrupt me. <laughs> This is my time. I listened to you talk about The Witcher. You did. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Food shows, and you listen to me. Let's. That's right, boy. You better stifle that that laugh. <laughs> Hold it in your stomach, boy. <laughs> I don't know. So I've been listening to Dungeons and Daddies on um, the Apple Podcast Network. I'm sure you can find them wherever you can find your podcast. It is essentially um, these. Four guys and a lady. Uh, one guy is the DM. Three of the guys and this lady play these fathers who get transported to the Forgotten Realms. They lose their sons. It is stupid funny. The things they come up with are the funniest things in my spirit. And it would, yeah. I'm trying I said, not to interrupt you. Go no, ahead. You know, go, ahead, go ahead. This is a podcast where we have conversation with each other. Go on, it's fine. Well, I think it would be funny if it was like Dungeons and Daddies, but they're all sugar daddies. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to say that. <laughs> sound of my clip, my pen, writing down ideas for podcast You're like, ideas. Strike one, strike one for Griffin. Strike one. <laughs> um, we have an opening in the best podcast. We can just boot you. <laughs> we just scribble your face out and put someone else yeah, there. Just, no problem. <laughs> <Just> scribble it out. <laughs> but no, so. Um, Dungeons and Dad is really, really funny. Um, if you're like a hardcore rules guy with D&D, you would not enjoy this at all. Just the just blatant uncaring of the rules. Which is great. Yeah, no, I think, it's super I think great. That, I think D&D is sometimes at its best when you just bend the rules. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Pretty much at the end of the Dungeon Master's Guide, there's a little piece like everything does in here, all like 120 pages, or just suggestions. Who cares? Um, it's really, really funny. I I highly recommend it to anyone who likes Dungeons and Dragons, who likes comedy, um, and 
it's that's all I've got for that. Mm. Wow, that was a nice way to end that. Really, really just pittered, <laughs> just pittered out there. I Man. think we're at our best at the beginning of the work week. What do you I think? I am not good on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move into a little bit of news. News. Do you got some? <laughs> yeah, you like that a little bit? It was a haiku, I think. Uh, what, what are haikus? For? Is it like, I don't know, four, five, four, four, seven, Something eight? Probably not. I don't know. Anyway, so what man. you got? I have one thing in news. I okay. found it the other day when I was scrolling my Apple News uh, app. There is a game that's coming out in the Steam Early Access as of now, because I looked this up on Monday in preparations for Tuesday, and it is now Thursday. <laughs> so nice. it is a game called World of Horror, and it is a uh, one-bit horror game that it is just gnarly it Terrifying. is no it is yeah 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 it's this scary looking kind of uh click choice retro game um when you when you look up the thing it is this like the silhouette of a person but it has like teeth for its face there are no eyes or anything it's just this large big, ma- big claw, mouth big mouth thing um it looks mega scary there's a YouTube video out for it. Um, there are, from what I understand, there are different people you play as, and each person has their own different little story. Um, it will be coming out for Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Windows, and Mac OS later this year. What um, a weird title for Switch. I mean, like, I'm all pro put everything on the Switch, but yeah. like, World of Horror. It's like, man, it's like such a weird because it's it is that like one bit, right? It's just black and white. Yeah, yeah, like, black and white. Um, just, I'm really excited for like the nine year old kids who have their own Switch and their parents don't pay attention to what they download. Because um, mm-hmm. this, I I wouldn't think this would be more than twenty bucks. Like, oh, surely not. So, enjoy it. <laughs> so I, I have all the news like normal. Understandable. You are our investigative reporter. Yeah, you went out there and you, you, you did your reporter stuff and you put your ear to the ground and you, you, you got out your, your tuning rod and you dinged it and you, you found the watering hole and what'd you pull up there? That was awesome. I want my um, pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this morning, as of this recording, um, the Animal Crossing Direct happened. We we both have jobs. We didn't get to watch it. <laughs> I I heard they're stopping it. They're just stopping they, they, what, Animal Crossing. What if they just came out with a direct? They're like, we canceled the game, and <laughs> not enough people liked it, and they just threw. That's it. Speaking. Okay. I mean, mm, basically, I bring that up to say we we don't have a lot to say on that. I will be looking into it. Hopefully, I have a little bit more next week. Uh, speaking of not enough people liking something. Mm-hmm. This this. This is Prime like, Griffin. And, I love this Griffin. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I kind of got excited about this story, and then the more I thought about it, the more it pissed me off. Uh, yes. So Atlas, the makers of Persona 5, a game uh-huh. that I love, um, came out and said it. they won't put it on Switch unless people keep asking for it. Like, what? 
we're not going to do it unless you ask for it. It's like, obviously there's a market. It's got to the point where you're acknowledging that people are asking for it. Not going to do it. No, 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 no. That's weird. That's a really weird. That's just a weird statement to make. Yeah. Yeah. You could say that in so many different ways. You can say, uh, due to lack of interest, we're just not progressing with this way or, uh, due to lack of funds or just, you know, our, we're shifting our focus to other projects, other developments. You don't have to kind of say in like this weird, like I'm not coming outside unless other people want me to come outside and play kind of right. thing. I think that if, if they presented it, like we don't think the sales revenue from the game would warrant right. Porting it to the switch, which right, right, I don't right. know how much that costs, but I can't imagine it's a lot. Mm-mm. I mean, like in the scope of things in mm-hmm. the scope of video game yeah. stuff. Yeah. And like, my thing is this is an old game. You have, Persona 5 Royale coming out. I think if you were to put this on the Switch, you would just keep getting people interested in this older game that didn't get on the bandwagon initially. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's know. part of their marketing scheme. Like the old, you know, bait and, bait and switch. Yeah. Get us talking about it. Oh, they're crazy. And then boom, here it is on the Switch. Yes. Yes. So let's pay for it. Here's some more. Uh, here's some good news about Persona 5. Okay. I, I have two little things about Persona 5 this week. Come on. Um, so there, in the original release of the English version of Persona 5, uh, there were some controversial scenes, uh, I think, that had to do with, like, the way homosexuality or sexual tension or pressure. I can't initially mm-hmm. or put my finger on it. I, it's been a couple of days since I read the article, but um, they've been reworked for Western us audiences um, in the upcoming release of Persona 5 Royale, which is basically like the tuned up stuff was added, you know, this kind of thing version of Persona 5. Okay. Um, and that's dropping March 31st. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be a great way to play this game for people who haven't played it yet. And they should have just added the switch to the release of that. Shaking my head. I know. Cause I didn't ask for it. So, I know. Not getting it. I mean, I didn't specifically ask for it. I think it's a good idea. <sighs> no, 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 no. Got to use the words. Because it's a, turn, it's a turn-based like battle system. It's on a day cycle. Mm. I think it worked great on the Switch. That, it's not like... It's not what we want. You got to ask for it. Because, like, you know, in a turn-based battle system, like, if you're, like, doing something on the Switch, and something happens, you just sit it down. Yeah, it's not like you're. It's not like you're in the middle of a big battle and you have to pause. You have to mm-hmm. like worry about like what's going on. Like you just pick it back up and you're like, all right, this is my turn. Like right, you know, right, whatever. Right. I don't know. I I I am sure it's going to be on Switch sooner or later. I hope so. I don't know. Maybe I need to write a letter. You do and ask, <laughs> please. Speaking of good Switch ports, okay. And games that I'm currently playing. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so you know how The Witcher 3 is on Switch. It's I've been heard. getting really good reviews. That kind yes, of thing. Yes, yes. Um, apparently, on this newest uh, patch update, they're getting graphical updates like that you can tweak and stuff on there mm-hmm. um, that work with like anti-aliasing and sharpening and depth of field and that kind of thing, yeah. which is really cool because that's totally like a PC type thing. Mm-hmm. And also, they're getting PC cross-save. With Nintendo Switch? With the Nintendo Switch version. Like, your Steam 
cross save. But uh-huh. here's my thing on it. Like, I, I don't think that's a market for me specifically because of the amount of mods I have installed right, into right, the Witcher right. 3. Like, there's no way that's going to play well together. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I, if I tried to port it over, it would just break. Yeah. <laughs> um, Switch starts smoking. Oh, right. <laughs> um, But I think that's really cool. Like, what a cool thing to be like, hey, you want to play Witcher 3 on your Switch? It's like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to start that story over again. It's like, what if you could pick up where you left off? You're like, maybe I do want to play maybe The Witcher so. 3 on my Switch. It's really interesting. It's just interesting that the Switch, Nintendo usually who is kind of... Very much like their own thing. Yeah, on their own. On their own. We're not... We don't play with the other kids in the playground. Is dabbling. Putting their oh. toe. You just gave me it. such a good segue. Come Speaking on. of not playing with the other kids on the playground, uh-huh. you know uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games? I have heard of this, yes. It is now just Sonic at the Olympic Games. Whoa, 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 whoa. What happened to Amarbia? He said, uh, screw the Olympics. And it's not going. What? Okay, so yeah. we're talking about like the actual like Olympic Games or like what are we... What are we- like the you know the, the, the video, video game, game the Mario Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games like the one that came out four years ago or whatever it was uh-huh. and they made They're, one you know, then they made one like this like a couple months ago nope it must have been a year or so ago okay okay anyway whatever it is the newest one that's coming out is just, is just Sonic. Sonic at the Olympic Games it's like Sonic and his friends I don't want to play with Sonic and his friends though I know I want to play with Mario yeah well what's Mario doing. I don't know, not going to the Olympics. He probably didn't qualify drug to, uh, it's the mushrooms. It's the mushrooms. It's the mushrooms. You've been shrooming, man. (laughs) The rings were okay, but, ah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I thought that was, I was like, I don't know if that's a good, I don't know if that's a good direction. uh Uh-uh. So is it going to be for multi-platforms then? Because Sonic and Mario was purely just Nintendo or are they doing just Nintendo Sonic of the Olympics? I don't know. Good question. Mm, I have them. All right. Well, okay. Let's talk about some TV and movie stuff here. Okay. I enjoy these topics. Do you remember honey? I shrunk the kids. Yeah. I love those movies. It's the only reason I I know that bananas have potassium in them. What if I told you Rick Moranis is not only still alive, (laughs) Surprise! Very <laughs> but surprised. It's, but it's bringing back "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids." I would enjoy that. I would too. And it's not a reboot; it's like a new thing. It's just a continuation of his life, right? So From first, what I understand, I'm going to pull up Rick Moranis real fast on the IMDb because okay. I am just interested about because was, he's now alive. Like, what's he doing now? It was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Spaceballs, right? And that's it. Spaceballs. Uh, he was in uh, Ghostbusters. I am yes. the key master if you are the gatekeeper. Yep. That's a sexual reference. Yeah, it is. Um, he was in Brother Bear 2 and Brother Bear. So who was, who was he in Brother Bear? Rut? I don't know. I never watched Brother Bear. I didn't. I, I, I like vague, maybe one time watched Brother Bear. That one time. Yeah, no, he's not in a lot. This is kind of a grasp, I guess. Um, honey, I shrunk the... Oh, no. Honey, we shrunk ourselves. I remember that. Yep. Mm-hmm. There is... Nope. That's not right. That's Hitch. 
Hitch is not part of this. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is the original from 1989, where they had the ants and stuff. Mm-hmm. Honey, I Blew Up the Kid in 19... 19- That's when the baby was big and they went to Las Vegas. You remember that? I remember that. I remember the baby crying at the end, and I was sad as a young person. And apparently there was like a Disneyland. There's a lot of weird stuff. Do you think this is a Disney Plus original? I would not be surprised if it's not. Like, it makes sense. This is something that's going to hit a couple of people in the whole, like, uh, what's the thing about old stuff that you like? Um, Help me, Griffin. Help (laughs) me. Nostalgia. Yeah. It's not funny. (laughs) I'm I'm tired. It's Thursday. Spent two whole days thinking and working. (laughs) Brain's I'm basically much more, mush. I'm, I'm much more giggly though normally. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Thursday Griffin's oh, real tipsy, man. but no, I think it really hit like those nostalgia <laughs> Drink, notes. Drank 47 um, beers for you. <laughs> <laughs> Griffin's actually, for those who don't know nor care, he's actually on the floor of his house doing this. <laughs> I'm just holding the mic, staring at the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I lost control of my legs. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean. It's it's not a hard sell for Disney Plus because Disney Plus has what exactly? Not much at the moment. Mandalorian is all they got to show for themselves, which mm-hmm. is very good. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, but we, but, I'm, yeah, we're we're about to pay for another month of it, and here we are. Here we are. Nothing. Uh, I mean, we gotta wait till Winter Soldier and you know Falcon and Winter Soldier, which will be baller. But again, that's uh, like October. We got. Did they not bump months? it up? I thought that we talked about that last Maybe week. They they bump, bump, Maybe they bumped up to August, but I mean, again, it's all summer. All that's summer. A big, that's a that's a big wait. It's a big wait. So, I I can only watch the new Lady and Tramp so much. Uh, Frozen Two hits Disney Plus. I think huh. this coming week. Cutest story uh, about my child. We will have my niece and nephew over, and um, my niece is seven. My nephew is four. Um, they both are big Frozen kids. And Miles has never seen Frozen, but we watched it. He, my son, too, did not really care about it at all. Kind of playing, you know, being a two-year-old as the movie's right. going on. The very, very end where the whole resolution's, you know, solved and all this stuff. And uh, it's a part where Elsa puts her foot down and turns the whole courtyard into a big old um, ice skating ice. rink sort of thing. Mm-hmm. My son stands up from his little table as he's coloring and just cheers, claps, yay, and sits back down and starts coloring again. <laughs> just like out of so, nowhere. So he was mocking his cousins for watching Maybe. this movie. The more I'm thinking about it, the more he was just being a little turd. <laughs> I don't know. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Part 5. Honey, I Shrunk yeah. Myself. I'm excited. Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. Any other movie ideas or movie uh, news? Uh, yeah, so apparently Harrison Ford was like, yeah, uh, filming for the new Indiana Jones starts of the month. And everybody was like, excuse me? That's probably exactly <laughs> word for word what that man said. He is the most nonchalant <laughs> human being on this planet. He hates interviews. <laughs> yeah. Every so. interview I watch with him, he is just like, 
so pissed like never <laughs> wants to answer any questions and like the person interviewing him is ecstatic every time yeah and they're like mr ford we got questions about blah 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 and he's just like i don't care like i don't okay <laughs> yeah and yeah, jones who cares he's like uh no no star wars questions he's yeah. like did han shoot first he's like i don't give a flying f <laughs> <laughs> It cracks me up. All right. Quick succession here. Come on. Uh, come on. Come on. Those, we got to get to our topic. The, uh, so the Robert Pattinson Batman images looks like Daredevil. Yeah. Very, very much Daredevil season one vibes. I agree with that. Um, I do like the picture of the, the bat symbol where people are speculating that it's the gun that killed his parents. Oh, that's the metal part. That's yeah. that's sad. Okay. <laughs> uh, apparently, it because in one of the comics, like Batman got the gun and actually melted it down and made a uh, ch- like a chest plate out of it that really? went over his heart to like protect from bullets. God, that's so, such a Batman. That's such a Batman thing to do. Right? <laughs> such a mopey I think, old I think it man. Was like, I think it was like, the gun that like took away my parents and broke my heart as a child will now protect my heart as a man. Jeez. Can we just talk about how Batman is just a depressed dude running around the streets at night? Yeah, that uh, dude needs some Lex- Lexapro. Yeah, we do. Uh, okay. Um, and we got two TV show trailers. Stranger Things, season four. Mm-hmm. From, from Russia with Love. Hoppa's alive. Hoppa. <laughs> I mean, who's who's surprised, though? Uh, I'm not. I still haven't finished season three. Are you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in for a surprise. <laughs> Near the end I was of like, what do you mean? Three. Why is everybody surprised? What's He's going alive? on? It's just <laughs> up. He has no we, hair. It's full going. <laughs> How did he get here? Did he take a bus? <laughs> Why is he in a labor camp? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I I've already had that spoiled for me before. I mean it's it's on you. It's on you. It's my it's my fault. We've talked about this before. It is my fault. All right, what is the other? Oh, we had um, Westworld. Yeah, season that, three. I, yeah, it's that. That's a good trailer. It's. It, I mean, it's not Westworld anymore, you know. In yeah. Old well, it's. I think it. I think it's going to be a different type of show moving forward. Oh, most definitely. Very. I. I am not saying this as a derogatory mean. It's going to be kind of, uh, Hunger Games e, I think. Yeah. That, I see what you mean. That futuresque yeah. government versus people, except the people are robots, sort of thing. Um, there were some really crazy scenes in the trailer, like one of the mm. ones where it was like the, the it was like the 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 skeleton part of the the robot, oh, and it was yeah. pulling it was pulling the human skin on like a, like glove. a glove, and I was like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I like, <laughs> I like the big like semi Gundam looking mechs just. Yeah, bonking around, so. dude. And the one where the guy, like the like soldier guy, was going through the hallway, and that thing flew through the wall and just oh, yeah. and like crushed him against the other side of the hallway. It's gonna be. Is I, I am I am calling it now. It's still going to have the weird, oh, quote sure. unquote, twist like season two did, um, but I think it's going to be a lot more action based. Um, and I kind of want to see more parks. Because we got teased oh. out in season two. I know. We I got, dude, I wanna, we got well, Samurai Samurai World like really, really hard in season two. We got yeah. a taste of like 
in India, I guess. Yeah. With the yeah. tiger. Because they had the tiger and yeah. everything. And I really, when we first got this, the teaser trailer, I was like, okay, it's just Future Park. But I guess this is Earth. Nope. This is this is like life for real now. Yeah. So. Um, and the closing scene where they're like, we're about to fight on the bridge and she had a samurai sword. I'm like, kill Bill. Kill Bill. Yeah. <laughs> it was dope. Um, and one last crappy bit of news. Uh, Sony has pulled out of PAX East, which is literally right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, do they said, <clears throat> excuse me, due to coronavirus concerns, they scared as they should be. It's everywhere. Do you think? No, I don't think it's true. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous, right? I mean, Sony's not coming to anything else. You know what I mean? I know. Like, what are you going to... I I think they're going to do Nintendo (laughs) route and just do their own Sony thing. Yeah, but like, PAX... Like, the PAX East and PAX West are supposed to be like a celebration of like the... It's not like E3 where it's like... Here's our new thing, yeah. Right. This is like a celebration of people who like video games. Oh. Maybe maybe it it is a coronavirus kind of concern because it's but it's like i saw it i saw a tweet and it was like so since sony pulled out because of coronavirus concerns it puts everybody else in a position that if they stay they're okay with coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying but i heard microsoft was okay with it (laughs) with coronavirus yeah no i thought i heard they're pro coronavirus pro the listen i'm pro corona Mm-mm. You gotta add well, the virus to the end. <laughs> um, here's some fun virus humor. Um, Amy sent, sent me a picture, and this is our relationship. She sent me a picture, and it said, um, "I heard the thing that goes best with coronavirus is Lyme disease." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's hilarious." Okay, so you know what else is hilarious? No. My Hero Academia, right? That work. That was that was a bad. Th- that was a Thursday transition I've ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our topic for today is uh, me and Griffin. As you have all probably known, if you listen to this podcast and in a regular amount of time, we both like My Hero Academia. It is an anime. We both like it. It is. I yeah. love it. Oh, okay. Well, make me look like an asshole then. All right, that's fine. As one man loves an anime. <laughs> Griffin actually has one of those large pillows. Of I have Deku. a body pillow of Deck. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're mine's, just going to. Mine's Ida, and it has an attachable arm that goes. <laughs> goes around you. This <sighs> went off the rails. Uh, yep. the rails so quickly. I'm sorry. We are um, talking about uh, the large first arc of uh, season four of My Hero Academia. And just honestly, it's going to be a big old just wiggling, girling, nerding out about it. So, yeah. And spoiler warning. Yeah. I'm just going to. If you have not all. finished episodes 64 through 78 of season four, um, we're stopping at 78 because they're starting a new uh, arc at that point, I think, and getting into more stuff. So I, you know, definitely want to keep it to the, I'm going to call the overhaul arc. So good. I will call that. Um, So that's what we're going to be talking about. So let's get into it. Give me some thoughts. 
good god i really <laughs> enjoyed this season this season so far me too um and did not think i was gonna be this enthralled with it from the start mm, mm, mm. we so when the first episode dropped uh we were talking about it me and griffin as in the we um i don't speak to anyone else in the world nope um Our we both are fake we both yeah <laughs> We have nothing except for each other. Um, we both kind of had like the same concern with the when the very first episode happened. I was like, this might be a little slow. And I was a little worried about it. Um, the beginning parts did kind of take their time, really put the pieces on the board, specific spots, and really, you know, adjusted where they were. And then, bam, it all just yep. boom, 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 at the end. Yeah. And it, it um, was a satisfying, like, holding your breath to release kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, I think the uh, first part of the season was very slow. Um, and I expressed to you for a while that I felt like they were trying to tell this bigger story. And it really kind of hurt it in the beginning because they were breaking, like, the boring part of the story up into episodes mm-hmm. and I, I quote unquote boring. Cause like it wasn't necessarily boring. They were giving you new characters and fleshing them out and yeah. doing all this stuff. But at the same time, you're like, I put two of these episodes together. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you, this could have been sped up a bit. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, obviously it was worth it. Yeah. No, the payoff was, was well, well worth it. It was it's just a lot of setup, a lot of setup, um, which makes sense. I mean, you have a lot of new characters. Probably one of my favorites, Fat Gum. God, yeah. I love Fat Gum. Fat Gum dude. is the dude. Yeah, that dude rocks. I don't care that uh, care for that the first American superhero is the fat guy, but it is what yeah. it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, can't, but- can't hurt it. Fat gum's not fat. He's actually jacked. God. <laughs> when that episode came out, fat gum's not fat. All t- all caps. This is craziest twist. Oh, that was such a good episode because it really showcased how great of a hero fat gum is, and it gave us the Red Riot Kirishima. Um, just amazing story that he got this season. He, yeah, they did a lot with him. Um, and, mm-hmm. and that's one, one of my points of I like about this season is we really got to flesh out Red Riot um, and we got to have some time with Sue. And then fun fact, I do not know the no, I do not know the names of all these characters. Um, it's fine. I'll, I'll I, try to help where I can. I, I will not try. I have created nicknames for each person, mm-hmm. and that is how I remember them. I will not find out their names. I I am sorry. So Sue, who is Frog Girl, Froppy, sure, and Zero Gravity Girl. I do not know her superhero name. It's Uravity. Zero Gravity Girl, and uh, her actual name is Uraka. <laughs> Zero Gravity Girl and Sue got a great not. A, a huge amount like you know obviously you know Deku will um, in this show because it's all about him but they got a good amount of screen time I thought um, yeah I did too 
And, and then um, obviously Red Riot got a, a large amount, and I was very happy about because he's just been me, in the background the whole three seasons. You know, it's kind of funny. I feel like they've really been building him up to give him this spotlight. Mm-hmm. Like they've been showing him interact more with Bakugo, and they've been yeah. showing him this and that, like giving him more lines and like this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that this it it wasn't out of nowhere, right? Like no, for no, him no. to get this. No, what we've been out of nowhere is uh, Sugar Rush, which I don't know. That's yeah. a, is, that, is, is that a superhero that, name? This is that's a superhero name. Look at there. I don't know his actual name. <laughs> Sugar Rush guy. <laughs> I, wait, I think that's his quirk. I don't know if that's his actual, but that, it should be his name. <laughs> that is his name. You want to play a little quick game real fast? Name all the kids in the class? You name all, You name their names, and I will tell you the names I've created for them. Uh, okay. Um, right. Dark Shadow. Dark Shadow the, is a, a, a bird man. Uh, guy with the tail. Oh, <laughs> uh, cool samurai guy with tail. <laughs> guy. <laughs> he's like a samurai. Like he's the coolest of them all. He's very chill. Uh, he is. He's, so, he's like so nice. Uh, Bak- Bakugo. Uh, that's Boom Boom. Uh, uh, the acid girl. Oh, alien! Uh, alien queen is her hero name. Is that is. really her? I just that's pink, actual pink, pink pink girl is that works the name I've created um, in my brain. <laughs> Yayorozu, who's the girl whose high school outfit is uh, inappropriate. Is she the one that makes stuff out of her? Yeah, skank lady. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense her outfit for her quirk. Yeah, but like I got a two-year-old like, watching. Like, come on, forearm, like not. I don't know. I mean, just. Pop out a machine gun on her boobs. Whatever, kid. Uh, the girl with headphone for ear, headphone jacks for oh, ears. Oh, sound lady. Um, who else? Uh, the guy who shoots a laser out of his stomach. Oh, uh, French guy. Yeah, French guy. I mean, that's his name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ida. Oh, uh, oh, icy hot. That's icy hot. No, not that's um Todoroki. Well, that's icy hot for me. Oh, what? Ida is the ingenium. He's oh, the guy, oh. guy who goes like, oh, oh, um, muff, muffler, <laughs> muffler legs. <laughs> muffler legs. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> I like him a lot. I like his just. Dude, he. He had I, a really I'm, good arc in season. Is it season two or two? Season yeah, season three? two. So here's my thing. They, mm-hmm. he, it was, it was Ida, Deku, and Uraka were like the main. They were like the, yeah, they the were, group, right? They were the they were Ron, the Harry, and Hermione of the show. They were, and now, like, Ida's, like, barely in it. Yeah, it's, it seems like they're kind of, like, giving, giving this character a little time. Dude. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Sugar Rush and other guy who can talk to animals. Ooh, what about the guy with tape? Oh, uh, Tape Elbows? Tape Elbows. Yeah. That's his name. <laughs> uh, invisible Girl. Uh, invisible Girl. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. The like, girl <laughs> I can't see until sh- clothes show up. Like, uh, uh, what about Mineta, the guy with purple black balls on his head? Oh, little perv. Yeah, that's, little that's his name. <laughs> that's little perv. Little little L I L P E R V. That's his, that's his rapper name. <laughs> um, what about the electricity guy? Oh, electricity guy. I don't. Know. I never really thought. Oh. Of, I haven't really thought about him. What else? Am I, who else See, am I missing? There's um, eyeball fingers. Is that guy? Oh yeah, the guy with like that guy looks cool. He does look cool. His little ears just popping out of nowhere. Yeah, but he's got like the mask covering his face. Mm-hmm. 
probably because there ain't nothing there. Or it's all yeah. like a horror show. Um, oh, God. <laughs> sugar Rush is the guy who gets like super strong from eating sugar. Yeah. There is a spiky head dude who whispers and talks to animals. Oh, yeah. Creep in the corner is what I called him for a while until I saw his power. So I was like, Creep in the corner who could talk to animals is his new power. And yeah. Name. Um, he he definitely needs some time to shine. Yes, that he does. Had. But he won't. He's too shy. Mm-hmm. I think that's everybody. I think we I think we got everybody. I think we got everybody. So that's our game. Um, so, season four. What else I got here? Because uh, I got I, I have some strong feelings. Um, so I really enjoyed. Here's something I liked. I really enjoyed seeing more lower tier pro heroes team up for this mission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like Endeavor and All Might. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like they were big heroes, but they're not like the no. You know, right? And it was it wasn't like. Uh, the killer whale guy and it wasn't like you know the guy like it wasn't mm-hmm. best genus and it wasn't you know all these gunhead and all this right other right right it was it was like the sea listers taking care or b b tier i think b it was b tier okay b tier and we weren't at c yet like yeah and like you know like mount lady wasn't there like it was like mm-hmm. that kind of thing it was that weird dragon um, woman just eating people that, that i like her she was cool. nice <laughs> it's a nice lady um so, and one of my speaking of those characters, one of my favorites is Rocklock. Mm-hmm. Is the black guy? Yeah, and I love him because he's like, like the first time you see him in that meeting, he's like, "Why the hell are kids in this meeting?" Exactly. <laughs> he's the first one that like asks real questions. He's like, "This is this is a fourteen year old girl who looks like a frog standing beside me. Why is she here?" <laughs> he totally is. Yeah. <laughs> who made this decision? And people are like, just. Just go with it, Rocklock. No, I'm not going to go with he's, it. He's like, we're putting these kids in danger. Mm. He's, and I love that. Like, he's, he's like the voice of reason. Yeah. And he's mad about it. He's like, why are these kids here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let's talk about another character that introduced uh, Sir Night Eye. Um, okay. One of one of another main character of this season. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think his quirk is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to see into it's not like the the to, is it the whole future of this person or just like a certain amount of time maybe it's, the whole future i think it's the whole future but he doesn't he sees it as like a stop motion movie type thing i think mm-hmm. that's what the way they described it so it was that was a very very cool very very you know utilitarian you can use it certain different ways I kind of didn't care for the guy too much. I think that if we had more time with him, we would have cared more about him. I wanted to, I wanted to know more about him, mm-hmm. honestly. And I think, uh, listen, if you made it to this point, I told you spoilers. Uh, I think that I wish we could have got more time with him before he died. Yeah, he might probably would have grown on me a little bit. I think that the the most I connected to that character was when Mirio. Was mm-hmm. there and he died? Yeah, that was sad. It was sad. Um, so speaking of Mirio, the big three mm-hmm. introduced two last at the end of last season, yeah, but really figured them out in this season. Uh, those three characters are really cool, yes, they are. So I don't know how to, you know, never mind. You tell They're, me their names, and I, okay, I, will. <laughs> I was like, I wrote them down for you. <laughs> that means nothing. <laughs> um, so the big three the is uh, Mirio Togata. Um, his hero name is Lemillion, 
and his quirk is permeation. I really like how um, he came up with his name, um, Lemillion. Because he, he wants to save a million people. Yeah. That million anytime, one, though, screw you. Anytime I talk about him now, I get sad. Um, cry. I'll, no, I'm not going to cry. So, and the, the next one is uh, Tamaki Amajiki. He's Sun Eater. And his quirk is manifest. He he is the best character in the, Dude, inti- in the entire is, show. His fight was awesome. Oh my god! The the idea that whatever you eat, you become. Yeah, so cool. Such a cool he has like he had like an octopus arm and bird wings mm. and like it was like crazy. And I liked how he was super socially like shy and yeah. never wanted to be in the spotlight sort of thing. Like the whole reason his costume has a hood is so he can cover his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the third character we didn't get a, a whole lot about, mm-hmm. uh, Hado, which her at her the hero name I found was Nejerechan, which okay, and her quirk <laughs> is wave motion, which is a stamina based quirk where she can shoot out energy from her hands and feet in spiral motions, mm-hmm. which is. I think it's cool because she figured out how to use it to fly. Yeah. Like, I thought that was cool. Uh, so she's actually with the agency that um, Froppy and Uraraka go with. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of cool, like, how the like we're introduced to the big three. So we have, like, the characters we know interacting with them in their internships. Yeah. Or not internships. This is work study. Um, and then uh, Tamaki Amachiki is with Fat Gum. And uh, Kirishima, and then obviously Murio is with Sir Night Eye and Deku. Right. Yeah. I don't think I don't think we connected with. I don't. I don't think I didn't connect with Sir Night Eye to the level I think that I would have liked to because just because of just how anti Deku he was. Yeah. I mean, we spent three three whole seasons following this character, loving this character. You know, this seeing what this character has done for this guy, like, shouldn't have been you. Yeah, should have been like, that guy. And yeah. it was one of those things like, no way, should have been that guy. People were like, probably should have been. <laughs> probably should have been uh, Mirio because yeah. that guy has no faults. And it's yeah. it's very suspicious. I, I was suspicious of that Joker from episode two. When he was just like, I'm going to help everyone. He has just like this overly positive attitude. And I was like, when are we going to see this guy crack? When are we going to see this guy become the villain? When is he going to turn? When is that big old weird smile going to turn into the scariest evil face it can possibly make? And it never happened. And to me, that is the biggest twist. The the biggest twist is that there was no twist. There was no twist. It was just a straight line. Like, no, he's a good guy. Dude, <laughs> uh, Period. When he got shot with that bullet, mm-hmm. I still feel bad. Because I'm like, oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like, after all that, you know, like, I want to be your hero, Aerie. Like, I want you to believe in me. And, like, he saves her. Yeah. But, like, at the cost of his quirk. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> And you like two episodes before you saw like how much work he put in, yeah. To he's be like good. talking about his training and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
because he sucked at it at the beginning. Yeah, and it, yeah, but and he yeah, because he like anytime he used his quirk, he would like fall through the center of the earth. He like you know they talked about all the drawbacks to his quirk mm-hmm. and how he overcame them to be able to use his quirk like better than any most people can use their quirk. Right. Like we saw the episode where he single handedly took down the entire one A class. Mm-hmm. Like he just demolished everybody. Um, fun fact: the reason his costume doesn't come off is because it's made out of his own hair. Shut up! Are you for real? I swear they talk about that in the show. Oh, that's gross! It's like a throwaway line, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like in all the other times he's like wearing a school uniform and stuff, whenever he uses this quirk to like you know mm-hmm. pass through everything, mm-hmm. his clothes fall off. But, like, his uh, costume phases with him because it's made out of his own hair. Isn't that weird? That's really gross. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's like the episode of SpongeBob where he's made, he made a sweater for Squidward. <laughs> Why is it so scratchy? Eyelashes! <laughs> <laughs> Squidward, I made you a sweater out of my own tears. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so moving on to some other topics. Um, I think this arc felt a lot different than the other arcs we had in the show. Not that it was necessarily better or worse mm-hmm. in other ways. It's just it felt different to me because I felt like we were really experiencing what it was like to be a hero in society. I agree. I agree. I mean, all the other arcs, except for, I would say... um what was a crazy guy with a sword? Sin? Stain. Stain. All the other arcs were situations where the the school students, something bad happens to them on a field trip or at, you know, they have mm-hmm. their tournament or something like that. Um, you know, with, you know, ex, you know, except for the Stain arc, this is the only thing that's happened in the real world. You know right. what I mean? And I feel like, the, and I did think about that. And the, the reason I think it's different than the Stain arc is because with Stain, like, that was something they went out and weren't supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, they told them, like, don't go fight them, you know, all this stuff. And, like, yeah. Ida, like, took this really specific internship, like, with this hero he really didn't have anything in common with because he knew that guy was in that area. Right. And he was trying to hunt him down himself and then, like, had to save, they had to save him, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, with this, it was very much like you are here with this hero. Like the heroes are planning. They're mm-hmm. working with the police. We have a plan, like blah, 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 you know, th- that kind of thing. Yeah. No, it's, it's showing them what being a superhero in this super crazy world is like. Um, I like to think about the police in this situation and just how, mm-hmm. Like, why the F am I here? <laughs> right. Kind of absolutely. Feeling. Yeah. I don't know. No. I mean, I think it's cool how a lot of the heroes work with the police. Yeah. That's a that's a really interesting piece of it. And this the lore they built in this this show. Because mm-hmm. generally, it's always kind of like a vigilante thing. Uh, they never... Speaking of, there's a comic called mm-hmm. My Hero Academia Vigilantes. Really? Yeah, it's not like, and I just found out about it not too long ago. Um, I definitely want to start reading it because apparently, like in this world, like 
you have all these pro heroes, but if you don't have your hero license, you like literally can't use your quirk basically like to do stuff. Like you can use it in like certain situations, but like Mm -hmm. if you fight crime with it at all, you're a criminal. Oh, and it's about these like people who are like ventilated heroes and like, have to f- they like help low le- fight low level crime and all this stuff, but have to also be evading the police. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. That's really interesting. <coughs> so, um, something else I want to bring up. Yeah, how dope was it to see Deku at full strength? It was silly cool, right? So cool. Um, I saw something on Twitter about how. People were saying, well, you know, Deku's cool and everything, but he's essentially got a hospital, like, strapped to his back. Right. my little girl. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought but, about it the other day when I was re-watching uh, that episode. When he punched, um, what's his name? Overhaul. Overhaul. I was going to call him Overcast. Um, he punched Overhaul. It looked a lot like the um, Dynamax fighting move in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Max Knuckle. Yeah. Uh-huh. That big old it, bunch of fists. Like, it's <laughs> like a bunch of fists. Yeah. Um, let's talk about how creepy overhauls. Like, this is a sidebar. I want to get back to Deku. Uh, let's talk about how creepy his quirk is. Dude, he, he can break down anything to the molecular level and reassemble it however you want to. He was such a good villain. Or yeah. he is still a I mean, he's still Yeah. Is he his whole demeanor his whole design with the plague mask like he just looked creepy his whole thing where he was taking that girl and he was cutting her to pieces to use her quirk to make these bullets like his whole thing was super good yeah and then he turned to a freaking like power ranger monster at the end yeah because he like ab- he like absorbed the other guy yeah. and like got his quirk mm-hmm. you know it's like crazy yeah uh. Um, but I want to talk go back to Deku. So I I liked it because I think it's giving us a glimpse as to the future of him. Mm-hmm. Right? Like once he is able to train his body to handle know, under, yeah. to handle um off one one for all. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe make sure I say that right. One for all. Um, you know, that's what kind of hero he's going to be able to be like mm-hmm. that like he's going to be like the he is going to be the next all might like yeah. that's just how and like up until this point we're like we understand that but we haven't but seen we, it we haven't seen it yeah and i think we've i know i've wanted to see it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you know we he's he's gotta he's gotten under he's gotten his abilities under control you know but he's using it at 10 percent. you know yeah yeah, it's nothing like what we saw mm-hmm. in that fight. Um, and all the cool stuff that Aerie was able to do. Here's here's some things that I think would be really cool as Aerie develops and <clears throat> is hopefully able to uh manage her quirk. Uh huh. F- number one, mm-hmm. Deku. You know, if Deku's never able. To handle his strength, Aerie becomes his sidekick. So, basically, have like one of those like baby backpack kind of things. You see, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly, I don't hate that idea. <laughs> Me <laughs> That's either. Kind of cool, right? Okay. okay. 
Number two, mm-hmm. she handles her quirk and is able to give Mirio his quirk back. I, she takes him back to before he got shot because they mention it. He, in yeah, the he show. talked about that as he was in the house. He was like, "Yeah, I'll just wait till she, you know, fixes me." I, like Aizawa, like mm-hmm. talk even talks to Deku about it too. Like yeah. they talk about it twice. So obviously, I they're feel thinking like about it. Yeah, I don't know that they will though. I hope they do because God, he's such a good character. I want him to have his quirk back. No, I agree. I just don't think they will i think they're going to leave them powerless and maybe it's going to be one of those like you don't need a quirk to be a hero kind of things or right. i get what i want with my cynical self and he becomes a, and he becomes a villain he becomes a villain <laughs> um finally if they are if they do go down the mirio gets his quirk back route she uses her ability on all might and takes it back takes it back before he gets the lung injury but doesn't that mean he it goes back to him having his quirk too. See, that would be my question is that it does it take away the passing along of one for all. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, if it does, if it would, obviously he wouldn't take the chance, mm-hmm. but it would be cool to just have him be able to be healthy. Not, you know, but Coughing yeah, still have blood dead. all the time. Yeah. Right. Cause you know, mm-hmm. but you know, it wouldn't, his last fight with one for all wouldn't, ha- or all for one wouldn't have the same meaning, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. But I think that if they do the thing with Mirio, the possibility for All Might is there. Mm-hmm. But they could, they could just take him back to pre last all fight. for one yeah. fight because he had already given Deku the, Gave the him all, ability yeah. at that point. Yeah. yeah. And that fight's really what kind of toppled him to, over the edge. Mm hmm. Like, he can't even keep the form at all at this point. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. So, I'm wondering, why can't um, Nurse Old Lady mm-hmm. heal him? Heal him? I think it's because it would kill him. Because she said, I think when she kept healing Deku, like, the the more severe the injury, the harder it is on your body for her to use her quirk on you. Okay. Like she can control the level to of mm-hmm. how much you're healed. Like, but I don't think for her to heal all might, his body doesn't have the enough stamina to withstand the healing. Gotcha. Okay. And I think I think that's it. Yeah, I remember her telling Deku something, mm-hmm. but I think it was more just like her personal choice. She was like, "No, you're." Well, she was basically like, right. That was absolutely, she did tell him that. Um, But she also explained that at some point. Okay. She was basically like, you got to stop doing this. I'm not going to heal you next time. That was, that conversation definitely happened. Because I remember, I was like, well, dang, why why are you, why are you here? Um, so I have one final thing I want to talk about for this. Um, I was going to say, do you have anything? I feel like I've talked a lot. No, no, no. Because pretty much what you have is what I have. Um, in terms of notes, my, the last piece I have was, um, the final episode. Well, there's two parts. I love seeing how the four students dealt with the trauma of the raid. I thought that was so interesting into just their personal, like psyche. You see, uh, red rye is just working out. Um, I think Sue fell asleep. I don't think Sue gives a damn about anything. She's a thug. She is a thug. <laughs> uh, and, you know, Deku, obviously, the one that really kind of hits home. <laughs> he was like, and I didn't sleep that night. It's like, well, God. It's like, 
Yeah. Like eight hours, man. Just laying in bed, couldn't go to sleep, which I get. And all the mm. things that go on and you're what, 14, 15 sort of thing. Like it's, that's yeah, heavy. It's a heavy thing. And it's interesting to see that, you know, Deku's got these physical scars and stuff, but now there's that emotional, there's that psychological scarring that's going with all of this too. Yeah. And my biggest thing is with that, it was in episode 78. And the whole reason I even wanted to include this in the first place was that reason. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, technically this is, like, the post-arc episode, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. like, the the leading into the new arc episode. Mm-hmm. Um, funny enough, I was watching this episode, like, right when we were about to play D&D that night. Yeah. When I sat down, and I was like, oh, man, I'm, like, halfway through this episode. It's, like, hitting me hard. And you were like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Don't say anything. <laughs> um, it was literally the, the conversation between Aizawa and Uraraka, mm-hmm. like, Eraserhead. And her Thank and she, yeah, I knew, <laughs> um, I knew what she needed. Um, but basically she was just like, like him explaining to her, like everything's be okay. And like, she was talking about how hard is, you know, that whole situation was I'm like, God, like this is some emotional like baggage mm-hmm. that these high school kids now have Yeah, that, that don't know how to deal with it as well as pro heroes do who do this a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a part of it, I guess. So now I feel like it separates those four students to a different kind of class of their own, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially from like tape elbows. Like, yeah. Like, you know, that guy's just like, yeah. Living the life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. He's like, this is going to be exciting. And while well, those four and probably to an extent, I would think icy hot. Well, he's, he came into it with emotional baggage. Right. 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 Um, when his dad called, he just hung up the phone. He's, he's like, it's Endeavor, and just hangs up. Yeah. Um, them, him, and I would think Bakugo has an idea of the emotional baggage and the psychological baggage it could have. You know, yeah. he, I, I think he puts on that big face, mm-hmm. but I think behind it, he, he's smarter than what he shows. Um, Bakugo, yeah, yeah, I feel like, well, because they, they had that whole thing at the end of the last season where mm-hmm. Deku and him like broke, you know broke out that night and they went and fought. Yeah. And all this stuff. And it's basically like Bakugo being like, I loved all my, as much as you, why did you, why is that your thing? Yeah. Why did you get chosen? I wanted to be just like him too. And mm-hmm. I had a quirk like, you know, it's basically him just being like, why the hell is it not me in your situation? Yeah. Yeah. So my last uh, piece. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm finished. That was it. Was the last episode with my boy, Gran Torino. Yes. The freaking giant monster hanging out in the woods that nobody uh, knew about? Like, how do you not know about him? Dude, that dude was probably just laying down at like a mountain. Oh, and people were just like, yeah. <laughs> people were like, that's a mountain. That's just a mountain. <laughs> He's breathing heavily. Dude, that was so crazy. Yeah. God. So exciting. They went to. They went to capture a Kirigiri. I think that's that guy's name. He Basically, the, like the teleport ghost man. teleport man. <laughs> and he's like, uh, psych. It's like a <laughs> mountain <hike>. guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, I'm not the one you have to be worried about. This. <laughs> yeah, like I know. Massive dude. Such a great like hook into this next uh, season. About, yeah. You know, see, you know, getting back to that. The mas- League not of masters, villains. League of villains, not masters of evil, League of villains. Um, it's Masters of Evil from He-Man. It's what's that from? Marvel. No, that's, that Masters it's uh, 
Ooh, a Skeletor. Yeah. I think it might be Masters of Evil. I might be wrong. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, let's talk about like one last thing. Since we're getting since we're gonna be talking about the League of Villains this right. season, let's talk about how effed up Dude <laughs> It was when like so they had you know, they were transporting overhaul the villain after the big fight mm-hmm. and the League of Villains like you know, just takes out the cop car and they like have overhaul like strapped to the thing and they're talking to him. And, you know, like initially early on in the season, he like Mr. Compress or I think that's his name. The guy who like turns people into marbles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he like blew up his arm, you know, just mm-hmm. like shredded his that guy's so he had like the big prosthetic. So that guy comes up, turns that guy's arm into a marble. Yeah. He's like, This is for the arm. <laughs> and then um God, I can't remember the guy's name, the guy the guy with all the hands. Uh hand face man. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Definitely his name. So, you know, his like quirk is like he can break down like anything yeah. he touches. Like it like crumbles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just crumbles the guy's other arm. God. And so like the guy who uses his hands to use his quirk now doesn't have any arms. No. I was like, oh shoot. It it so this whole season, or this whole part of the season, the the League of Villains didn't feel like a threat. Right. You know, the Yakuza kind of came in, um, overhaul just kind of like bullied himself over them and you know so we will work together sort of thing and i thought to myself okay so these guys are the big deal maybe these league of villains are because a lot of them are very very goofy the clone guys goofy uh the crazy chick is yeah the blood very goofy um mr compression is kind of weird like he's bad and stuff but he's kind of like yeah on the edge the only ones that are really like for real, like our threats are face hand man and uh fire zombie dude, yeah, with, like the stitches and stuff. Because you know other- what his name is Dobby, oh, like from Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> you throw a sock and he's just <laughs> he's, he's like, okay, I'm not, thank you. I, I can't, I, I thank you. I'm, I'm out of here. Thanks. Thank you for my freedom. <laughs> um, because the other ones are the the guy, the lizard dude. Yeah, spinner or something like that. Spinner, yeah, that's his name. Good job. Look at me. And then there was another guy. It was the it was like the guy who had the big metal pole. Yeah, was, he had like magnet powers. I think something. So they were just they just seem kind of like low tier a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, there were big threats in season three when they were the threat. But like expanding this world and expanding these villains, especially uh, the the three guys that Sun Eater had to fight. Dude, Dude, I thought he was, was like, dead. Yeah, that guy was like eating him, mm-hmm. literally. Just, oh, that was scary. Um, that was scary. And then here at the very, very end, they just come in and just wreck house. You know, it's yeah. it's very you know opportunistic, but they're villains. And I think like I think like you know from the beginning, I think that they might have known that there was you know they wanted to know the secrets of the Yakuza, what they were working on, how they were growing in strength, and then they like. He took the bullet from the guy at the end. Yeah. You know? So now he has like at least five yeah. work canceling bullets. Um, so something we didn't talk about since we're talking about crazy villains. Mm-hmm. What about the guy with the blade teeth? Dude, that dude. Just and like teeth. yeah. Kirishima had to fight that guy. Yeah. The Red Riot. Oh my god. Dude, that was crazy. It was 
just the weirdest. And then when he took like the 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 steroids essentially, and yeah. just like knives. Oh god, this is a crazy season. It was a very wild season. Yeah. Do you think? And this is just a hypothetical because they've they. I don't think they've really like hinted at it at all. Do you think any of the students are going to get hooked on that drug? Ooh, I don't know. That would be kind of a cool little thing. Because yeah. you know who might get hooked up? Who? Tailboy. Oh, yeah. That, that or Shadowbird. Because Shadowbird, his whole thing is like he's fighting with the to- shadow to- thing. Tokuyami, that's that guy's sure. name. Sure. Shadowbird, as one else might call him. His quirk is super cool. It's very cool, but he's fighting that shadow thing because like... Yeah. He doesn't use them in the dark because he gets overpowered sort of thing. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I, I feel like he might see that drug as an opportunity to really master the quirk. Yeah. And I just want to see tail guy with like, I imagine just multiple tails pop out. <laughs> just, he's more buff. He does, he does more karate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he goes from a, like a red belt to a red, red senior. I don't know. Red senior. <laughs> He gets those piece. He gets those pieces of electrical tape. We got a taekwondo. Yep. I, yep. <laughs> Listen, do you think they use electrical tape in in Japan when they're learning taekwondo? I imagine. I mastered my stance. <laughs> I mastered my form, and I broke a board. You get this piece of white electrical tape. Yes. <laughs> it's like the Thanos meme where he gets like the last Infinity Stone. He's like the <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that was a lot to talk about. I thought the season was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're great. And I oh. think that's a good place to uh, end this fantastic episode of us being too tired to continue. Ending on a smile. Um, you can listen to this podcast, the best podcast, at Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and Overcast. If you have any suggestions of content you want to listen to, us talk about, us do... You know we're not a, we're not above anything. Uh, you can tweet at us at the best palcast. We're on Twitter and the Facebook. I forgot we're on Facebook. We are on Facebook. We are on Facebook. Uh, so I did tweet earlier this week. I've been trying to um, tweet out like little hints about what we're talking about each week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, last week I tweeted out the cover of Lock and Key. This week I tweeted out the GIF of Deku. Um, so moving forward, uh, trying to get you guys excited for what we're going to talk about and. I did share that we had to push the uh, recording back. Yeah. So any, any information, any news that comes up, that's Twitter is the place to find us. Yeah. Um, well, I hope you have a great weekend. You too, man. Enjoy yourself. Good luck. Hope all of our pals out there have a great weekend and we will talk to you real soon. Goodbye.